Hi, everybody. So the other day, oh, welcome back. Sorry. Welcome back to another episode of Mental Mojo with me. Um, yeah. So the other day, last night, actually, I think, yeah, I I had such a good idea. Wait, no, no, I think it was Sunday. You don't even know what day it is I'm recording on. So scratch that. So on Sunday, it was so nice that I was tanning. Whenever I tan, I listen to podcasts. And I don't, I listen to like three different people. Um, I listen to Emma Chamberlain. There's one called I Am Stuffed. And then another one called Food Psych. Um, just literally just like advice about anything, about food, mental health, whatever, you know. So I don't know which one it was from, but I was laying in bed that night and I thought, I was like, oh my gosh, I just had such a good episode idea and I should have wrote it down because I cannot remember. And I'm so mad because I was like, no, I don't need to write it down because like it was in the podcast episode that I listened to. So like if I just listen to that episode again, like it'll remind me. But I don't know what episode that was. So we're doing a different episode. Um, I had another idea. Uh, just like random, not random, but like whenever I'm dealing with something, that's just kind of what I make the episodes about. So today's episode is, as you saw from the title, I'm not sick enough. Okay. And what I mean by that is this could be any disorder or addiction. Um, I'm not sick enough, meaning like I'm not sick. I don't need help. I don't need treatment. Hello? No. Um, so yeah, you get the idea. If you are going through something or have gone through something, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, obviously, we're going to be talking more about eating disorders and uh, not being sick enough. So, I've, I've heard that term a lot. Okay, I've said it to myself a lot. Um, whether it's I'm not sick enough or I wasn't sick enough, you know, like I, you know. But what I want to talk about is... When you compare something, so first off, eating disorders are super, super competitive. Okay, they always want to compete. Whenever, you know, you see something triggering, the ED voice screams at you and, you know, wants to pull you back under and just make you follow all the diet culture and fitness rules and standards and stuff like that. So when eating disorders compete, essentially, it's, you're comparing, first of all, you're comparing yourself with someone else's looks or behaviors, actions, and, or maybe their weight. There's always a distraction. The phone is ringing. Can someone pick that up? (laughs) So yeah, whatever you're comparing yourself with or who you're comparing yourself with, 
it's you may think I'm not sick enough or they look better than me. They look sicker than me. They look thinner than me. They lost more weight than me. And I I was talking to my therapist about this and because I felt like, you know, I wasn't sick enough. You know, when I look at this person or people online, like, I'm just like, I'm not sick enough. Or like what I eat in a day, you know, like people try to brag about how little they eat. And, you know, you may think like, oh, I didn't eat that little. Like I ate more than that. Or maybe you didn't work out as much as them. Maybe you didn't burn more calories than them. Then you may think that you weren't sick enough, you know? Um, it's not true. First of all, what does that even mean being sick enough? Why do you want to be more sick? And you're probably like, you're probably like, I don't know why I want to be more sick because I don't, I know it's, it's my ED voice. And the first thing is important that you know, that's your ED voice. You know, that's the eating disorder and not you. So first of all, good job on that. And second of all, when you're saying, oh, I, I'm more sick or they're, I'm not sick enough, blah, blah, blah. When you're, it's like a competition. Who's winning the contest? What does the winner get? You know, like if, if you're, if you're saying like, oh, I'm sick or I'm going to eat less than them. I'm going to work out twice a day instead of once a day. Like what does the winner get? Death? And I was talking to my therapist just today and she said that, and that really hit me like that sat with me and it will sit with me. And I was like, damn, I never thought about it like that. Like, what am I trying to win? I'm trying to recover and have freedom, happiness, and confidence. And by competing to go backwards you know, like it just, it didn't make sense. But the way she put that makes sense, you know? So it just like really, it really hit me looking at it like that. Like, like why am I competing in the first place? And I know it's not my fault. I'm allowed to feel the way I feel. I'm allowed. It's not a fine line where, you know, it's like, you, you can't not want to go back and want to recover, you know, like you could feel a little bit of both, you you know, you can want to recover all the, not all the time, but like you could have that feeling of wanting to recover. And then you could also have the feeling of Ed bringing you back in and dragging you under again. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a little bit of both and it, and it can be like that, but you just have to recognize that you're feeling this way and that you can go the way that you want to go. You don't have to go back under, you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't have to be a fine line. Nothing's black and white. It can be that, you know, you, you feel sorry for this person, but at the same time, you want to look like them and, and sneak back into those disordered behaviors. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like you may not, 
But if you struggle with this, you probably do. So it's just like, it's okay to be confused, okay? It's okay to feel two, three, four, five different ways, you know? Like, lately I've been having so many mixed emotions. Alrighty, I'm back. I just had some dinner. Delicious. I had a burger with some cheese, put some avocado on it, had some tomato and cucumber and mozzarella, like little side dish. My mom makes it really good with like a little dressing over and corn on the cob. Oh, I love corn on the cob. Delicious. Just a little proud moment there. I rarely eat burgers, but I did it today and it was delicious. So yeah. Anyway, going back on to the topic, which was not being sick enough. Um, I honestly don't know where we left off, but I want to keep this episode short. I want to keep um, episodes in the future short. So um, I guess I'll give some tips on how to deal with these negative thoughts. All right. So first off, really important, consistently remind yourself that someone else's journey is not your journey. Someone else's issues do not take all of your progress away. And that's really, really important because I tell myself all the time that to focus on my own journey. This is my life, my journey, my choices and decisions, and they have their journey, okay? I have my life lessons to learn and they have their life lessons to learn, okay? And I need to consistently tell myself that triggers and maybe little bumps in the road, that does not take away all the hard work I've done. That does not take away all the progress I've done. And another really important thing to tell yourself is that how do I want to say this right? Um, If, okay, someone, okay, so if someone else is struggling with, say, an eating disorder, that doesn't mean that you didn't struggle enough. You know, it's kind of like I wasn't sick enough, but their struggles don't take away how much you struggled. You know what I'm saying? Like, because a lot of the times, at least for me, and I know for other people too, you think that they're struggling more and you didn't struggle enough. You know, Um, you weren't sick enough. And it's really, really important to remind yourself that you damn right went through a hellhole. Whatever you went through, it was hard. It was difficult. Eating disorders are so hard and it's such a battle and every day you're battling it and you have to give yourself credit and and 
just cut yourself some slack. Like, you know, you may not remember because just remind yourself that the eating disorder voice, it's trying to get louder every second. It's trying to get louder. Any chance that it gets, it's trying to change your mind. It's trying to lead you down the wrong path. Okay. That's why it's a mental disorder. Disorders are not just a myth or just something that it's talk like it's mentioned and it's really not as bad as it is. It's bad. It's a disorder and it's mental and it's not just physical. It's not, oh, she doesn't eat. Now she'll, let's give her some food and she'll be all better. Okay. It doesn't happen in a night. It doesn't happen in a month. Okay. Not even a year. Like I will always have that voice in my head. It's just a matter of who's louder and how much louder, you know, it should be how much louder am I? I should always be louder. And that's just what I'm working towards is being louder and being in control of that voice. Because when Ed is in control, I think I'm in control, but I'm not. It's actually the total opposite. You know, we reach, we listen to that voice to take control, but ironically, we're actually, it's controlling us and we don't have control whatsoever. So what I was saying before is that you struggled. You don't have to put yourself down and punish yourself and struggle more and to where you think that you deserve to struggle more or, you know, that voice is telling you that you didn't struggle enough. So, you know, you need to go back and, you know, let's take control and do these Uh, bad behaviors and you know what I'm saying though like you struggled and you still struggle you may you may be better at handling things but that's a good thing you know you don't you want to handle things better you want to be closer to freedom and confidence and happiness and health it's the most important thing I always say happiness and health if I learned anything through my eating disorder journey is that health and happiness are so it's, I think it's the most two most important things, you know, like I, when I was growing up, I never really like, I feel like I took my health for granted, you know, whenever I, I was sick, like that's when I wasn't healthy, you know, if that makes sense, like, but I never really thought of health as like, you know, I, I kind of like paired health with like, you're only unhealthy if like you have like a disease or something, you know, like, sorry if you hear my dog, she's really loud and trying to record. Um, but yeah. And the last thing is that you, you need to remind yourself of first how far you've come. Okay. If you're recovering and you've been on a journey, how far you've come. If you are just starting your journey and you're slipping up and you know, maybe you don't realize what's happening and you're trying to quote unquote take control, but really Ed is taking control of you and you're having these disordered thoughts. Maybe it's the beginning of your journey. Tell yourself that 
remind yourself that you are strong. Okay. And I know this sounds like cliche. It's, you know, whatever, but everyone's journey is different. Everyone goes to different treatment, has different doctors, different dietitians, different therapists, different advice that's given to them, different parents, different support groups. Nobody's recovery looks the same, period. So you cannot compare your journey to someone else's because you don't know what they're going through. Something may be harder for them and easier for you, and something may be harder for you and easier for them. You just can't compare yourself. And I know it's like, I know, like, I don't want to compare myself, but I just do. It just comes naturally. And, and that's okay. Like, you have to practice. It's, you're not just going to say, all right, I'm, I'm not comparing myself anymore. And then, and then you don't like it, it takes practice. You have to practice it. And, and little steps is going to make big progress. Okay. And you may think like you're not making progress, but, but you will. And I want you to literally sit down and write like moments that you are proud of yourself like things that you overcame, maybe things that don't even trigger you anymore, maybe things that you're able to do. Like the other day, um, I was parking my car on the driveway because so my car, I was practicing parallel parking and my car was in between my dad's two trucks, his work truck and then his other truck. And I had to move it so he could get out in the morning for work. So me and my mom went And I practiced parallel parking like a few more times. And then I moved it in front of his other truck. So I was at the end of the driveway. And I said, you know what I could really go for? And she was like, what? And I was like, ice cream. So I was like, should we go to Jersey Freeze or Rita's? I really want like some soft serve. She was like, mmm. So we were driving and I was like, let's go to Rita's. So we went to Rita's. And I told my therapist that. And she brought up and she was like, Kristen, like a year ago, that would have never happened. You would have never said that to have the courage, like to say that. And you know, I wasn't nervous. I was, I just said that I want ice cream. That's what I was craving. And we got it. And yeah, while I was eating, I got like, um, I got soft serve with hot fudge and like crushed Oreos on top. And when the guy brought it out, I was like, when I was eating it, I was like, I think I went over the top with the Oreos. Like, like I, like my ED was telling me like, that's just an extra amount of calories. Like, am I even going to enjoy it? And, and I ate it and I was like, you know what? The Oreos are good. You know, like Ed is trying to tell me that I'm not enjoying them because it's just added calories, but calories are energy. And, and I was enjoying them. I was enjoying those calories and I don't look at I mean, I try not to, I'm practicing to not look at food as numbers, as calories, and I will get there one day because I'm able to eat certain things and I, I don't think twice about it, but that ice cream I was eating and, and I thought like, should I take the Oreos off and eat the rest? But I kept eating it and I was like, this is good. Like I ate it slowly so I could enjoy it. I was talking to my mom and FaceTiming my sister and 
And at the end of the night, I was just watching TV with my mom. I was laying on my mom's lap. I had my head in her lap. And then we were just like, we were just acting so goofy and laughing. And I was like, you know what? This is good. This is why, like, because I think, like, if if I didn't eat that ice cream, like, would we have laughed and made those memories? Would I have had the energy? Would I have fell asleep instead? And probably, I mean, I fall asleep pretty early on the couch every night. So, (laughs) but that's my point. And then the next day I had school and I felt good in the morning. Like I felt energized and I felt happy. So it just proves it's almost like a trial and error. And, and I mean, you know, I say error, but like, it's just like, you have to experience it. You just have to try it. And then, you know, maybe I'll feel guilty. Maybe I'll feel happy and proud. And, you know, maybe the first time you'll feel guilty, but you have to push through it and, and realize the goodness and the benefits that come from that. Because food is so much more than just keeping you, um, not hungry, like keeping you full. Food gives you energy. I've said it so many times. It keeps you energized. You make memories. You just gives, it allows you to have a personality because when you're malnourished, when I was malnourished, you, you lose your personality. You literally are, I just, I can't explain it. You really only know and understand it when you go through it. And it's a very dark place. And I'm sure people with depression also, um, know what I'm talking about, but you just, you have no personality. I lost my laugh. I always said it literally felt like someone took out my soul and like I'm watching myself just like be miserable like I'm not living I was just existing so it's pretty deep deep uh, stuff there but but that's what I wanted to talk about today and I hope those things like three tips I hope they helped and you know just write down like things that you are able to do write down things that your ED <clears throat> whoa things that your ED took from you and remind yourself of why you're choosing to recover every day. Like, why would you want to go back? You know what I mean? Or just why you want to recover. So, that's my little empowerment, inspirational convo for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And, yeah, have a great rest of your week. Bye!